0: What's your dog's name?
1: Kevin. My dog's name is Kevin. <laughs> no one hates Overwatch, though, more than Overwatch players. I think the, the humor in and of itself is like really low-hanging fruit, and I don't personally find it funny to make, so that's why I stopped making it. But, uh, when it comes to Twitch, you know, you come into my chat, you're in my house, bitch.
2: One question I have in regards to apologies is do these long written apologies, do they Mm. come across as being almost salesy and P R E? Jake Roper asked how many hot dogs you think you could fit in your mouth? (laughs) Wiest, what is your fursona?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I've had this in my mind for a long time.
2: Hey, welcome to the Create Unknown. I am Kevin Lieber. With me, as always, is Matthew Tabor. And with us now, finally, after a little cajoling, would you say, is our guest, Wiest. Wiest, welcome.
1: Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me.
2: What was the process by which uh, you joined us today? Could you outline that uh, in in as (laughs) Um, much detail as possible?
1: Absolutely. Okay, so uh, I'm tossing and turning, but having a wonderful lucid dream, Uh, not necessarily involving intercourse with a beautiful woman, but I get a call, right? (laughs) Uh, I get a call from Wild Spartans, and he he says, and this is my best impression of him, Hey, Wiest. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) Hey, uh, Kevin Lieber just called me. Or he texted me. I don't know what he said. You're late for the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Oh my God. Holy shit. And then uh, I scramble <laughs> out of bed butt naked. My dog chased me because he thinks it's playtime. And I, I put on some underwear and I scramble into my office. And uh, hello, hello. Um, Yes, I'm here. Uh, and then you guys are all in here just chilling. And I feel like I showed up to the party and, and all the good conversations have already been had.
2: Well, we were just hanging out with our patrons, which was a, a grand old time. But but first, why is Wild Spartans like basically Cookie Monster? Why, is that impersonation? It's just generally like well, a Muppet, okay. it sounds like to me. <laughs> the,
1: man, the man is six foot five nearly. He's 250 pounds of raw meat, and uh, he is known for being a living Kirby. Like he he is, he is, he is a monster and not necessarily a cookie monster, but he will, he will devour anything in his path if he, if need be, but he's on the, on the same track as me to losing weight. He is, he was once almost 300. I think I probably just completely embarrassed him by saying that I love the guy though. One of my best friends, but uh, that's, that's just how he sounds. We make fun of him for it. And, and back in the day, there was this one drama video on, on YouTube that did this <laughs> their impersonation was like wild wow, Spartans, AKA, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and that, that video in and of itself only has like a few views, but it was like, we send that to each other. Uh, and we reference it all the time. So it's, it's, it's like an inside joke between the, between the boys. He's, he is in my circle of really close friends that play games together, like pretty much every day.
0: You did leave out a critical detail though. You jump out of bed naked and mm-hmm. your dog's all excited. But but you forgot to say what what's your dog's name?
1: Kevin. My dog's name is Kevin. <laughs> yes. One second. Let's let's get Kevin. <laughs> Kevin.
2: Now should I be flattered or insulted that I have the same name as your dog?
1: I think um, it's cool. I That's... think I think you know Kevin's a really cool dude. He's he's a really cool guy. Come here, buddy. Oh, there's cashews on the floor. He wants them. Come here. <laughs> come here. I'll give you a big, real cashew if you come up here. Yeah.
0: Come it's on. hard to compete <laughs> with floor food, <laughs> though.
1: Yeah. Here we go. This is Kevin. He is, he's a corgi, an Australian shepherd. And we got him at the at the kennel. We were just seeing the dogs there. And at the very, very end was this guy sitting very politely. So you are like, okay, fine. We'll get him. We adopted him. We brought him home the next week. I wouldn't we, we want to change his name because he already recognized Kevin as his name. So I'm not going to be like, your name is you know something cutesy and non human now. He has a lot of personality. I wouldn't say nearly as much as a real guy named Kevin, but <laughs> he, he has taught me more than Vsauce, too, I will say. I bet. I bet. I, I can't tell you how,
2: how to love, I can't teach you how to love Weast, but I'm sure that Kevin can. I actually love, um, pets with human names. I, I think oh, yeah, it's pretty no, it common much now. More character. But yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot more interesting than just naming them like uh Rocket or some Sparky or Fluffy or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, what it does is it gives you a preconceived notion of like humanness. It immediately personifies the animal. <laughs> yeah. And so now you have no you have no choice but to treat them as an equal. Well, because like, you know, you can <laughs> I
2: also like the idea you of just can be being mean, like <laughs> mad at them like Gary Come on, Gary. Why did you do that, Gary?
1: <laughs> See, like if I had a if I had a dog named Rocket, that's my dog. But a dog named Kevin is my roommate, you know.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: I never forget to feed Kevin. I never forget to have daily conversations with Kevin. But if it were Rocket, like, ah, oh, fuck Rocket. Rocket doesn't pay rent, you know, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> So this is the great irony is that all of these streaming and YouTube people have goofy names on all their websites. And then they go home to like Steven, the cat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they themselves are known by some outlandish thing, but their dog isn't their dog is like, you know, Mortimer Stevens, the <laughs> third
1: chill dude. You know, Mortimer sounds like he could, he could party.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, am I allowed to cuss? Am I, is it okay if I don't need to watch my mouth or. Absolutely.
2: You you just go right okay. ahead. You just be oh, yeah. you. You do you. We'll do. All right, we'll all right, do. All right. We.
0: This is now there an episode of of the create unknown. What was it? I, I forget what Ben suggested.
2: Oh, that, create unknown nights.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. After dark. Right.
2: Exactly. But speaking <laughs> of dark, uh, you're awake when it's dark, and you're asleep when it's day. Right. So yeah. uh, Tell me about that. Why is that the gamer life? Explain that to me.
1: Um sheer addiction to video games and no motivation to do anything during peak hours of human activity because i i could just be gaming instead (laughs) there's there's no real justification for it other than probably some deep psychological monkey brain shit where it's like if i go to bed i can't game so i'm gonna game until i fall asleep uh against my own will it's it's probably something very very it's probably not that deep really it's just me being a procrastinating asshole about everything all the time.
0: Is that the daily plan then? Is wake up kind kind of whenever it's natural, game to exhaustion and then repeat.
1: Yes.
2: What what wow. time does that usually happen?
1: Um, all of those things. So I wake up I I sometimes I'll wake up and it'll be like 4:30 in the afternoon and I'm like all right, perfect, time to start the day. Uh I'll get up, I'll hop straight into the shower. I'll rehydrate, uh, and then I'll like feed my dog or whatever, or I'll just come straight in here and get to work on gaming. <laughs> I'll get ready. My stream start at 6 PM CST. Uh, and I try not to be late for them, but sometimes I am late. Sometimes I'll wake up at six 30 and I'm already 30 minutes late to my own stream. Um, <laughs> but I'll stream for about four or five hours until 10 or 11 PM CST. And then I'll chill. I'll go hang out with my girlfriend in our living room for a little bit. We'll watch a movie or whatever. We'll play a game. She has her set up, her PC set up in the living room. So if we want to play a game, I just come back here to my office and and we get to it. Uh, otherwise, I'll just stay in here uh, and play. I'm addicted. My main game is Overwatch. Uh, I don't really stream Overwatch, but I've been playing it religiously for the past three or four years. Um, I'm the highest rank in the game as far as like... Uh, like competitive, I'm top 500 in the game, and I just, I just play it, I just play it every night, and I'm a piece of shit for it, and everyone hates Overwatch. No one hates Overwatch though more than Overwatch players. So why it is that? Is, How does that make sense? Um, because Overwatch is like crack. It, it, it develops a chemical dependency in your brain, and every time you lose, it's like, oh, I mean, I lost 23 SR, but I could win one and win it back, and then when you win that one. You're like, oh, yeah, dude. Now I just got to win one more and then I'm up one tonight.
2: <laughs> hold, hold on. And then Can, like, oh, I, I've never played Overwatch. Um, I'm a, a console gamer primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really mm-hmm. played a lot of computer games or, or online gaming much at all. Yeah. Uh but I know of Overwatch because I see the memes, I, I see the artwork, I see cosplay. I mean, it's gigantic. I don't know anything yeah. about it. Can you explain to me what it is that it does that makes it so addicting? Like w- the things that you were saying just sounded like gobbledygook to me. Like, okay. w- what does any of Ready? that mean? Yeah. Well, how does it go?
1: Okay. It's a 6v6 hero based shooter. Each individual hero has its own skills and abilities, has their own kit. Basically, right? There are three roles in the game. There's two of each role on each team. There's two tanks, two damage heroes and two healers support characters, basically. And you uh, play against six other players. Uh, They can have whatever composition of heroes they want. I believe there's like 30 something like 32 heroes in the game now. I, my main hero is uh, Zarya, and she is a very butch Russian woman that has this huge particle cannon, right? Um, she can create a pink bubblegum bubble around herself. It's not actually bubblegum. It's like a light energy. And if someone shoots that bubble, it absorbs the damage and converts into her gun. And then she can also do the same thing to a teammate to protect them, and it converts that energy to her gun. So the more you shoot Zarya, the higher damage she does, right? And that's just so satisfying to get to max energy and melt people for making mistakes making the mistake of shooting you the the game the maps in overwatch there's like different game modes there's capture or there's control point where you're fighting over the middle of the map there's two control points where you take one point and you move to the enemy spawn and try to take the final point there is hybrid where you capture a point and then you push the payload to the end of the map um there's regular payload And it's, it's all just, it's, it's, it has so many mechanics. There's every single hero has a counter, right? Like McCree, he has no real mobility, but he's a hit scan hero. So if you can just put a shield in front of him, he can't really do much. He can't shoot through the shield. Tracer is really fast moving, but she has a really low health pull. So McCree can stun her ass and then shoot her in the head one time and she's done. And I, I have, I have 2000 hours in this game, I think, and I'm still dog shit. Uh, <laughs> what? You just said it, you were it, it's, top 500 it's, it's So I am top 500 But I'm still dog shit I, I am in the top <laughs> 0.1% of players And I'm, I still feel like I'm bad Whenever I lose a game I'm like fuck I'm so garbage God I'm so bad <laughs> 2000
0: hours is a lot of hours Because that is if you take two weeks off a year Work a standard 40 hour work week That is exactly 50 weeks Like that is a, a, an entire year of what most people are doing at their job Is that actually Yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck yeah. No regrets. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say you don't stream this, though? So you're just playing it for fun? This game is purely a passion. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. So what are you streaming? Uh, a variety of video games, whatever comes out, if it's new and trending or, or whatever, if it's just new and I want to try it because it's a tax write off, you know, <laughs> like, like I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play a game that's new just because people want to see someone else play it. They don't want to play it themselves because it just came out, you know, they haven't seen any reviews or whatever, or I'll play a goofy game so people can see my reaction. I'll play a serious game so people can see my reaction to the story, a, a really good game to stream that's not good to play by yourself is like walking simulators that are basically just extremely elaborate visual novels, right? Those are fun to play <laughs> on stream because it's like watching a movie with a bunch of friends in the same room, What's right? an example
2: of but one also, of those games? Google dynamic. I'm sorry? What's an example of one of those games? Like what's the most popular walking simulator?
1: Um, uh, one that comes to mind is What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm. Uh, this, the premise is basically like, you are an adult woman now, and you're revisiting your family, like your your childhood home. And the the home is just so outlandish. Like it has 17 additions to the home. Like it was a regular home, and they added like a deck, and then they added a, a guest room on that deck, and then they put some boards on top of the house, and they added another house, right? And then they they kept building this huge, like massive treehouse. And the story there is just weird. Like you're you're. Your great aunt turned into a cat when she was a kid and she was let outside and it, the the, sto- the premise is is really weird. Like it's told through the eyes of a kid, even though you're an adult now. And it's, it's really good, though. It, and the gameplay is non-existent. That's the thing about walking simulators. You're just walking through and interacting with objects, not really doing any actual gameplay. No puzzles, no combat, none of that. It's just you're having a story told to you at your own pace as you explore the world and it's it's extremely immersive that way and walking sims are boring by yourself because you just want to speed through them but whenever you're playing it with a chat it's like oh go back you missed something and it's like oh what is this and you want to interact that you want to read it out loud for people when you read stuff out loud you absorb it better you know so i enjoy it more the viewers enjoy it more and it's and it's usually a good four to six hours of of content and uh and I, I I I enjoy them. I enjoy them. They're cheap games typically, and they can tell really good stories. Games can tell stories better than movies, in my opinion. Uh, so that's why they're fun to watch.
0: So that's a radically different thing than what you did when when you started. Because, like, I mean, years ago, you started doing stuff on what was it? I Funny? Oh, I mean, like, go back. Let's go back to the beginning on this and track through uh, that that first kind of venture on that yeah <laughs> on that platform to the the mishmash of YouTube and streaming now.
1: Yeah. So I uh I started or oh, started so like there's like a gray area, right? Where I was mm-hmm. just making stuff just for fun. And I kept making stuff until it became no longer just like a little chore or a fun pastime. It became like a real thing that I could do. Um but th- that gray line or that gray area was really predefined after ifunny when i was on ifunny you know it's just a mobile app right i was i just got out of high school it was the summer of 2016 going into the fall semester of my freshman year right and i didn't know what i wanted to do uh i tried like making mini vlogs on my instagram and i didn't really know what to do with that i had no personality i was extremely uncomfortable on camera um but when i when i uh was on ifunny I, I just decided okay um i always want to do radio and i th- at the time that I had a decent voice but what I was actually doing was I was a 17 year old kid faking his deep voice I was like hey guys this is my real voice I hit puberty when I was nine and I'm a very deep voiced man I'm a a bass player I'm actually a baritone and I could never get that through my thick skull and uh it's it's it, it was just this weird thing where I was like reading people's profile names and rating their profiles. And then you could republish that, which is just a retweet, right? It's just, it's the equivalent of a retweet and that would get me followers. And I just did that. And then I would just read memes I would pretend to be funny. I would make vines. They added embedded or they added integration for vines to be embedded into the site or on the app, so you could like make a vine and then upload it. And that was really the first time that you had video that wasn't like a shitty YouTube link on this on the uh, on the app. And I did that for what maybe a year. And then the the community in and of itself, the uh, the community on that app is not the best. I was doxed <laughs> at least once. Thankfully, they got the address wrong. Um, I was, you know, uh, just this is the standard amount of hate you get whenever you create a website where everyone has anonymity, you know? Why did somebody um, dox you, though? That's a pretty serious thing. What did, you, like what did you do? <laughs> they thought I was unfunny.
2: <laughs> That's they, it? That, re- that, yeah, that results no, in doxing, uh, listen, not
1: being funny enough? Listen, guys, as far-fetched as it sounds, that is... That is it. I mean, uh, another another thing was I was towards my towards the end of my career on that platform, right? Before I said fuck it and I decided to start uploading all my, my videos to Instagram. Uh, I was a moderator for the app. And basically all that meant was the actual admins for the app that were paid just gave me the ability to report something and just delete it instead of a report actually going through. So I was told that I was supposed to delete shit like um, anything illegal. Uh, anything gory against the terms of service and shit like that and anyone that was doing anything really violent or hateful so like I, and I, I don't i don't want to go into detail but this app was just like dipping your head into toxic waste <laughs> and uh and that's okay you know the people that use the app they they totally belong there it's a place for them you know uh Yeah, but I kind
2: of do want to go into detail. What were some of, like, the grossest or weirdest and most heinous things that you had to delete? Even if you have to, like, tiptoe around the description of them. Like, what sort of things are people trying to get away with?
1: Um, shit that people get stabbed in prison for. uh, Oh, okay. Um, a lot of of dead bodies. A lot, a lot, a lot of dead bodies. A lot of, like, live leak videos and shit. Um... A lot of like, uh, well, the most, uh, decrepit image in my head is, uh, uh, a woman's body that had been there for quite, quite, quite some time. Uh, and she was like, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was a crime scene photo basically. Um, okay. but it, it was outdoors and everything like that. And damn near mummification. Uh, that, that app was terrible. Dude. So, so
0: they so were paying like you things not- like something awful, <laughs> right? I'm Um, sorry. Like the like the what you're describing reminds me of what the something awful forums were famous for like 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, and and you know the thing is, man. Like when you see so much of it, you become conditioned to it. You become immune to it. And I am now, but I wish I wasn't. I wish I still had a little bit of my human uh, empathy. Uh, But fuck, (laughs) it's it's crazy how the internet can take that away from you.
0: I didn't think we'd ever hit the point where we would. Legitimately, be able to ask a guest. So, what was the exact point at which you stop? You stopped being a human.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You weren't even getting paid.
2: (laughs) You were doing it for free, (laughs) losing your innocence. Yeah, that's
1: that's another thing too. Uh, And it's just you know the fact that um, the fact that everything went the way it did is just it's good and bad. I mean, I I wish part of me wishes that I could I could go back and just never started making content. Uh just, just so I don't have to worry about like, man, am I gonna get doxxed again? Am I gonna have to move? Yeah. Like when I when I was uh for the first time, I was living on campus uh, at school. So it's not like, oh, you find the dorm I live in. Okay, now what? And and another thing, a lot of the people that use platforms like that, they're mostly young teens. A lot of them are children even. So I, I'm not really necessarily worried about a 12-year-old coming to my dorm in the middle of nowhere in East Texas and shooting me or stabbing me or someone ordering a, a deep web hitman or anything like that, which is, you know, a total possibility, but at the same time, unlikely. But um, I left that app shortly after about 10 months of of actually using it and, and posting content to it. These These were like fucking 30-second videos of me just pretending to be funny by reading memes. I was extremely uncreative and unfunny. On that platform but it's like I was the only guy that knew how to record his voice or something like that so that's why people gave me attention I don't know I started uploading my stuff to Instagram and then I came up with the idea to uh, do my Mandy XD series which I no longer do and I'm not the most proud of but I do respect it as the content that gave me a huge boost to get all the traction that I got and the premise is and I hope you guys haven't seen them I hope you guys know nothing about it. <laughs> the premise is I pretended to be a little girl to lure the more scumbaggy uh, older men of the internet into interacting with me. Now, all I would do is I would go to this website called like it was what was it called? Kick Finder. But you guys remember kick the little mm. chat app? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I would go to kick It's sort of like a
0: WhatsApp thing, but yeah. I think it's pretty, still pretty popular, like in, in, uh, East Asia and other parts yeah. of the world.
1: Yeah. It's, it's still, it's still popular outside of the States for sure. Um, I would go to kickfinder.com, I'd put in my username and I'd, I'd say like looking for young, I would say young girl looking for older men to talk to. Right. And so people would find that description and they would find my username and then they would message me and I would just get all sorts of men and I would I would, I would text them and interact with them in absurd ways. Like I, as a 19 year old dude, or was I 18? Uh, I would put on really long stockings and I'd have my hairy thighs bulging out and I would send them pictures of that and they liked it. So it, it was, it was funny and and it made for views and shit. But now I think that, I think that the humor in and of itself is like really low hanging fruit and I don't personally find it funny to make. So that's why I stopped making it. A lot of people think that I stopped so, making oh. it because of like privacy issues. Because the main picture that I was using was actually of a woman's uh, like talent show thing that she got in a, in a big newspaper for. And I just pulled that image from Google. And it, it was an image of a young girl, but the the actual person is like a grown ass woman. Uh, I reached out to her and she said she don't want me using her picture anymore. I was ready to just do whatever. I was ready to face up my own face into a girl and use that. But then I, I was also like, I don't really like doing this anymore. So I just stopped doing it. I saw making those videos and it kind of killed my channel for a little bit but i i was okay with that because i wasn't enjoying making those it was a chore
0: it was really interesting to see your community react to you pulling the plug on that so we're gonna hit the archives here on march 12th 2018 you tweeted hey if all you want is amandy videos then you should uh suck a nut i hate those videos ha <laughs> ha ha So that's a pretty clear, like, I don't want to do this anymore, but, (laughs) but there's a really funny exchange in the replies, right. Where, you know, people are kind of bummed that you're not and, you know, calling you all sorts of names for, for quitting on, on that series. Yeah. Uh, But you say, no, I fucking don't love them. I fucking hate them. They're unfunny and they're cringy and I don't like making them. But the reply to reply to this from, from Jerry, Jerry's just replies you're the only one who thinks that. And I laughed so hard at that because this is somebody in, you know, a fan, whatever coming in, gosh, who's like, you're so wrong about the content you're producing. We all love it. Even though you're saying here 10 times over that you don't like it and don't want to do it anymore. I'm basically going to call you out as a moron for
3: (laughs) for not liking
0: this. And I, I just read that exchange and I'm just like this is this is peak like peak kind of streaming YouTube you know all of that stuff on Twitter where you're just coming out and saying for these reasons I'm done and they're valid reasons too. Yeah. Like you, you know you you felt funny about it and you could do other things. That's perfectly legitimate. And somebody's like, "Yeah, come on, man! You're the only one who thinks that. Just keep going. Just keep producing this stuff that makes you uncomfortable." Yeah, keep
1: making, keep making my free content. Come on now, chop chop. <laughs> that that sense of entitlement is one of the reasons I stopped making those videos because it catered to a really uh th- that that humor attracts a really much like younger audience, a much like shorter attention span audience as well because those videos are really short and um they live in this false reality where YouTubers are their little monkeys. <laughs> And I'm not a monkey. I'm not a monkey. I'm a Twitch streamer. You're my monkey, if anything. Uh, and is, and is I, that a
2: I, big I, is that a big dynamic shift? Do you feel? So let let me uh, let me give you uh, an example of uh, from my days in the restaurant industry. Okay, so okay. I, I would serve tables for a while, and then uh, I went from serving tables, you know, being a waiter to being a bartender. And what I quickly realized is that when you are a, a server you are at the beck and call of the guest. It does not matter what the guest wants. It can be completely ridiculous. It is Mm. your job to do whatever they want. Conversely, if you are a bartender, you're in charge. If you want to cut somebody off because you think they've had too much, you can do that. If you want to kick somebody out because they're doing something you don't like, they're out of there. It's an incredibly different dynamic, even though... They're kind of the same job, so yeah. I'm I mean, wondering if that's a it, similar it, dynamic that that you're seeing between those two things on YouTube and on Twitch.
1: Hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like, like, uh, whenever I was done with making those Mandy XC videos on YouTube, I was like, I'm fucking done. It's whatever. You know. It, I, I I know I'm capable of making different types of content that people will still watch. Uh, and if people demand that old kind of content, no, fuck you, suck it. <laughs> and um. They, they they see me as as like their content slave, their content machine, right? Make content. I'm not saying I feel like that anymore, you know? Uh, I don't want to tiptoe around uh, offending hypothetical people that I don't even know if we're going like, to DM me after listening to this, right? <laughs> but but uh, w- when it comes to Twitch, you know, you come into my chat, you're in my house, bitch. Like, this is my chat. I am the judge, jury, and executioner here. Uh if you come in and you have like a condescending tone or anything like that you're like this is boring uh or or you suck at this game which has never hurt my feelings by the way you suck at this game has never once gotten to me because I already know I suck at this game pussy slayer 17 I already know I'm <laughs> bad at this game Okay <sighs> But um but with, then what when then, it comes then you to... just
2: ban them from the chat or what and then they can't well, watch you.
1: you know, How does that work? I'm not a I'm not a guy that likes to ban per se. I will ban people for arguing with other people in chat. I will ban people for saying things like could get me banned on Twitch. Like I my bot uses a string of uh, regex that that learns new versions of racial slurs and automatically deletes them and bans the person that types them. Like it's an wow. it's it's a page and a half of regular expressions, right? that every time it detects something that fits within the parameters of a racial slur, it adds that new configuration of letters to the list, letters and symbols and numbers and shit. And now anyone who uses my chatbot across Twitch also bans people for that exact same thing. It's like it's like this A.I., man, (laughs) that that learns bad words. And uh, I ban people for that. I mean, like I said, I ban people for drama and shit. You know, if someone comes in and they bring bring up like like YouTube drama, and shit like that. Like what 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 are you doing, man? What is this reality show for you? Like, shut up. I'm playing a I'm I'm playing Minecraft, man. What the fuck are you talking about? and <laughs> uh, I ban people for that, but I never ban people for just being a, a a general shithead. I will roast them or whatever. And then typically people don't like um that level of embarrassment. People come in and they're like really cocky, they're hiding behind their screen, you know, they have the anime that they have everywhere. But this is not a YouTube comment section. I'm gonna see your comment straight away, bud. And I'm going to respond to it. So if you come in like this shit's boring as hell, I'm going to click on your profile and see who you follow. And I'm going to make fun of you for only watching ASMR feet streamers. Okay? <laughs> and I'm going to apologize for not whispering into my microphone and having seven inches of cleavage down my chest. <laughs> and, it, and you're going to be very embarrassed in front of all my viewers. And then they're never going to talk in my stream again. <laughs> That's what the kind, attitude. What I kind that of have.
2: drama stuff? So they'll come in knowing that something's going on on YouTube between your friends or something and they'll try to bring it up and get you yeah. to talk about it when you're just trying to play a yeah. game?
1: Yeah, they'll come in they'll come and they'll ask me about like about my opinion. Like, people come in and ask me about my opinion on, uh, like, Leafy and Keemstar. I'm like, who fucking cares, dude? Like, literally, who cares? It, it was this 2014? I don't, I do not care. Like, I could not care less. I thought we'd handle this shit six years ago, but now another micro generation of kids have come up all the kids who were watching that shit back then have jobs now. And these kids who are just now learning to not piss their pants are old enough to watch this shit. So now we care again? I don't care. I remember this shit. I it, just do not care now. Now, if it's drama that I have been involved in, I try not to address it because it's kind of feeding the trolls, right? But I, I, if it's like something blatantly false, I will shut that shit down. Like, um, you know, last year, uh, I was an absolute fucking idiot and i opened my mouth um in regards to slazo michael uh and oh yeah yeah and and i i completely jumped the gun and just i was a total fucking idiot and since then i have personally spoke to him uh i have personally apologized to him i've also publicly apologized on twitter everything was on twitter so i i I apologize on twitter right i didn't want to you know i never made a video on that shit i never once like went to youtube with it uh the only thing that's on YouTube about it is people coming to my stream and like donating and asking me questions and shit and making videos out of my reactions. But, um, I, I have patched that up. Some people come to my chat and they're like, you, I can't believe you backstabbed your best friend Slazzo. And it's like, wow, I, I, it's funny how that game works where it's like, you say brown horse and the person says round horse. And then the guy says round horse. And, and the, the, (laughs) the words get shifted so quickly. I never once knew about the guy before the drama. I'd never spoken to him in my life. I didn't know his first name. Uh, but since then, I've gotten to know him. We're in a private group chat together where we all talk and play games and shit now. And I, I have since gotten to actually know the guy and I, I personally don't feel like I've done a good job of really making it clear that I am sorry to him, but I have personally apologized to him. We we've DM'd each other, uh, and I've patched that shit up. But when people come and they say shit like "I I backstab my best friend," like dude, you're just wrong. You're literally just spewing false information. It's just wrong. First of all, I I did apologize to him. When people say like "You never apologize," I did. You know, it wasn't my best friend. I was just opening my mouth. I was a new YouTuber, right? I did not have friends online, and when I saw my friends online all talking about this passionately, I vicariously felt very passionate about the subject so i opened my mouth too and uh you know i paid the price for that it was done with me and i've since learned my lesson and i'm not uh i am embarrassed about it but i'm not ashamed of the process because i did learn a lot from it um and i don't really need to validate that in anyone else's eyes like i know what i fucked up and i'm willing to accept that take the l and move on
0: we talked a couple weeks ago when Jenna Marbles made her announcement about uh, basically basically canceling herself, right? We talked uh, in in that episode about things like apologies and what mm-hmm. they mean at this point. And they mean nothing, uh, yeah. I didn't think that a lot of them don't do they. And no. it, I didn't think that we would get onto this subject, but I'm I'm really glad that you brought it up because that was such a big deal a year ago, and we see. Mm-hmm now like daily i mean if if you go into any i'm alex tweet uh you get you know a couple dozen replies where people are still yeah. referencing this uh situation with slazo well
1: and and you know why you, it's just because he's the most popular out of all of us it, it's honestly all it was mm-hmm. it's just cuz he had the most subscribers so people care about him the most mm-hmm. you know well it, you
0: handled it, i thought really well in that uh, you know, yeah, you were working on a set of information, um, that, that turned out to be more nuanced and, and complex than it seemed initially. Right. And it was nobody's business it,
1: all honestly.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, and then when, when you hit that point where you're like, ah, well, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You described what, what that process was where you talked to him and said, you know, whoops, I remember on Twitter, you said, you know, I regret this, uh, whatever. And, and then it was kind of case closed. I mean, that made a lot of sense to me where you really kind of uh, owned up to something you regretted and then just got on with things. It doesn't seem like anybody takes that path. It worked really well. Two things here. The first one is that nobody seems to take the path. The second one is you didn't get a whole lot of credit for doing that. It didn't seem no, that way
1: least. Uh, it took a It took me too long. I was very ignorant and stubborn for a long time. And I also thought if I just ignored it, that it would brush itself under the rug, which it does actually shit like that does brush itself under the rug because people just forget there's new content being uploaded daily. Their content creators are always doing something new every single day because that's how you keep people's attention. So people just forget about that shit. It will eventually resurface, but nowhere near as it uh, as big as it did initially. But it was it was the it was the ethical uh, obligation that I felt like I just yeah, I could ignore it and it would go away, but I wouldn't feel good about that. I definitely waited too long to speak up and own up, but I think that's better than never having done it at all.
0: What's the process then for somebody who for, uh, I I guess, lack of a better word, needs to write a twit longer, uh, which (laughs) if you're not like it's so weird how. Uh, when there's some kind of problem, some drama thing breaks. Now it's the standard protocol to explain yourself in a, in a twit longer, uh, on, on Twitter and, and that's it. And so many of these are super insufficient, uh, and they, a lot of them seem to cause more problems than they solve. Yeah, but it's, it's somebody's literally in just a bad can't. spot. Go ahead. What, what do they do? Like, yeah, what's, I mean, you've been through that process. What do you think somebody should do?
1: Uh, as far as like writing a tweet longer, writing a twit longer to expose someone or writing a tweet longer to apologize? Oh,
0: no, 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 no. I mean, like if you're in a position to apologize for something, whether, you know, just whatever it is, uh, when you hit the point where you realize you have to do that, what are the steps that you take? What do you, what do you wish you'd done?
1: What do I wish I would have done? Um,
0: yeah. Like you said that you waited too long. So like addressing something sooner would have been useful, I guess
1: yeah it, it was the uh, combination of like like genuine embarrassment and shame uh, comboed with just guilt as well. like I just I just felt so guilty. I had no idea how impactful my my garbage tweets would be uh, <laughs> and, and it, it was it was like, oh God, I, I'm, I'm so ashamed of myself and it's hard to show this side of me right because I'm constantly just internet funny man. I have no genuine emotions, right? How do I get on Twitter? and tell people like, hey, I am me, Jacob. I am, I am ashamed. I am sorry. Uh, not, you know, a wease is just an exaggeration of my genuine self. And sometimes that exaggeration is so much that I lose a lot of my uh, critical thinking skills, you know, <laughs> sometimes uh, open mouth brain off and it's, it's you know, shit just rolls out. So it, it ta- it's, the process of me doing that is a lot of like self doubt and like, should I actually do this? Writing the the tweet, deleting the tweet, writing the tweet, deleting the tweet, consulting my friends and shit. All my friends are like, do it. Don't do it. You should. You shouldn't. And it's like, okay, so I can't get a general, like unanimous opinion on this. I just have to make the decision myself. And I do. And I make the tweet and it hurts at first because people are like, oh, this is too late or it's not good enough. And I think that's the opinion of many apologies. People don't actually want apologies, I think. I think a lot of people, when it comes to internet drama, they don't want an apology. They want to be mad. They want outrage. They want to have a reason to use their pitchforks, you know? And I got this shit on sale. I'm going to put it to good use. And (laughs) it's it's like, (sighs) you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't.
2: One question I have in regards to apologies is, do these long-written apologies that we see come from people, whether it be, you know... Pokimane or whomever, do they mm. come across as being almost salesy and PR-y as if they're they like absolutely are. as they're like they absolutely are Goodyear Tire apologizing for uh, whatever political thing that they yeah. got embroiled in. So, is it even a good idea? Is my question to like write out a long thing that's like. I've done a lot of self-reflection and that's not the person that I'm trying to be. And you know what I'm saying? Like, what? how sh- should it just be a video? Should should you be able to look a person in the eyes as they're apologizing to see whether or not you can tell whether there's genuine contrition there or like, what are your guys thoughts on that in general?
1: In the grand scheme of things, people don't really care that much about drama. They just want To have a clean conscience when they're watching your content they don't want any social stigma of like oh you watch them don't you know that they did this so it doesn't need to be an actual super genuine apology unless you did something illegal unless you ruined someone's career or some shit like that you know uh unless you you like actually cause someone to lose everything and and go underground and have to live the rest of their lives as a homeless man under a bridge or some shit right um the apology just needs to be sufficient enough. Like, like I see people get canceled for the, the 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 tiniest shit, man. The Tiniest shit. Like, like my, one of my friends got in trouble on Twitter for making penis jokes in a Minecraft server on a live stream, where the the community on that server was mostly wholesome shit, and and they didn't make any vulgar jokes. And this guy comes in, and he, he's one of my personal friends, and he's talking about like jerking off and shit. And I'm not going to name any names to not bring up drama or anything like that. But like the the fact that people get that upset and, you know, he's not going to make an apology for that. I would never apologize for that. I'm not going to get on Twitter like, all right, so that that cum joke that I made yesterday at 8.03 PM, while that shit was mad funny, it was also mad inappropriate. And on behalf of my sponsors, uh, my my fellow creators, like, no, none of that, none of that at all. No. But when it comes to real, genuine shit that needs to be done... People, people don't even care. And maybe this is me being like super base and red pilled. People genuinely don't care about apologies because you're not a real person to a lot of these people. We are all just internet people know, we're not really real. We're, we only get on the screen, right? So everything we do is kind of part of the content. And, and people don't necessarily want the apology. They just want the free conscience. Because on one hand, they're trying to tell themselves, oh, this is a real person that actually did this real thing. And on the other hand, this person only exists on my screen. They're a movie star or whatever the fuck, you know. They're, they're a character in this little video game that I play. You know, like, it, it's, it, it's, it's a thin line, I think, between being real and not being real. And so people don't actually give that much of a shit. So these long, drawn-out apologies... First of all, people don't read them. <laughs> I, I mean, personally, even drama that I cared about, I have not sat down and read a three-page twit longer. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm skimming through. I'm reading the general subjects that you're you're referencing, and I'm like making a decision based on that. Uh, and so, w- whenever you ask, like, isn't it a little PR? Like, yeah, absolutely. We all have a personal brand, and that's all the twit longer is. the uh, The twit longer apology is us saving our face because. While there are a few people who really will care, the majority of people just don't want to feel bad about watching your content, you know, like whenever, uh, whenever a company does something bad and then the company's Twitter makes a huge like PR statement, do you then forgive like the CEO who did the bad things? No, probably not. (laughs) Right. But you do feel less bad about consuming the product of the company because Our views do not align with our CFOs or our COO's actions. Like that does not represent our, our moral obligations. Like, okay, cool. Now I can use this toilet paper brand. I can wipe my ass with this paper now without (laughs) feeling like I'm, I'm using, I'm using dirty man's toilet paper. Like it's, it's, people really don't care nearly as much as, as we all think we do. Even me, I don't care that much now that I think about it, about a lot of shit, a lot of drama that I really pretended to care about. huh? Has Damn. it
2: changed your Love approach it. in general to all, to, to how you respond to things like publicly? Yes,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I, now, now my, my, uh, approach has changed to a method of, now write this down. This is very important. Not responding at all to anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not comment on drama that I'm not involved in. I, this is not my fucking problem. You know, if it's, if it's very cut and dry, if it's very obvious, then I'm like, eh, you know? Shut the fuck up! Who cares? Uh, when it's like people mad about Pokemane possibly having a boyfriend, like that's that's drama I can comment <laughs> on, cause that's not drama. That's not. I mean, that's not drama. It's like a that's meme. That's just people being. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just you. That's just you guys mad that you can't get your rocks off to Pokemane in real life. Like is she, you know, she like it's not drama. Who cares?
0: I, so I'll you're saying on you're that. not a tier three sub.
1: I am not. I have gifted tier three subs on <laughs> multiple occasions, but I personally am not a sub. No. And besides, she's taking a break. I will say, though, I do have a framed photo of her back here. I don't know if you guys have seen that before, but right on the end of my thumb here. Let me see if no. I can zoom in for you. Right on the end. Yeah, right there.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's the elusive now. tier yeah. four sub
2: reward.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Can you do me a big favor? For her apology... So, Yo, what's up?
2: So, sorry, real quick. What what are the tiers? I don't get it. I'm I'm a thousand years old. What does it mean to be a oh. tier three sub?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So whenever you sub, you can subscribe. Uh, a tier one sub is either a Twitch Prime sub, which is free with Amazon Prime. Uh, it's now called Prime Gaming, actually, and or $4.99. So you pay a $4.99 a month, and the streamer gets anywhere between half to whatever their contract with Twitch allows. Um, you start off streaming with Twitch and if, once you get a sub button, you get in half and you can renegotiate your contract later on. Uh, and then tier two sub is literally just paying an extra $5 for your sub. You don't get really anything extra. Twitch doesn't have a whole lot of stuff in place to reward people for spending more money. And then mm. tier three sub is paying $25 as opposed to five. So tier one is, is five, tier two is 10, tier three is $25. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's nothing really. It, it's none of, none it's of like, it you get, get nothing
2: rights. else. Do you get you a badge get, or you, something in the chat.
1: You might get yeah, like so in my chat, you get an extra emote, right? You can also flare your sub, uh, like they have these little pixels that you can add onto your already really tiny sub badge that show like, hey, I'm a tier three sub. Ooh, look at look at me, look how fucking look how big my cock is. But uh, <laughs> aside from that, no, it's it's nothing, it's it's nothing huge or crazy. Uh, whenever they rolled this out a couple of years ago, I was like, man, they should really add a bunch of incentivization for that, right? But they still haven't, man. It's kind of mind-blowing that there's nothing really there uh, to incentivize people to actually spend more than the five bucks. But I guess it's okay because they're already making enough money off of Amazon Prime and Prime Gaming and shit like that. What could they do? um, What do
2: you think would be an offer for somebody who's spending $25 a month on a Twitch channel? Oh, I think
1: it would be literally as simple as GIF emotes. Being able to post an animated emote in chat, people would kill for that, you know? Or, um, the ability to do something crazy, like,, uh, oh God, I'm trying to think, man. And, and this this is probably why they haven't done it because there's not a whole lot of incentivization you could do without interrupting the stream or or completely um, making everything pay to win. Um maybe tier three subs can, uh, little shit like type faster than everyone else. Maybe they can type longer messages. Maybe they can spam more often. Maybe they can do stuff like at least at least allow uh, set up the API for third party integration. You know, like tier three subs get access to this private role on my discord server or some shit like that. Like Patreon mm-hmm. does that. Why can't Twitch do that? Um, it's really hard. Like the the uh, API is constantly changing and they don't announce that shit. So whenever people do make chatbots that work really well with Twitch stuff, they they also end up breaking like a week later when Twitch adds something new Uh so i think i mean uh, i don't know listen i've talked to some people from twitch and i've personally like seen around the place and i'm like man this place is kind of a mess i can't believe you guys get anything done here where is it uh uh where is it well the place that i went to was uh oh god was, was it in san jose or san francisco oh shit i think it was san jose when i went to twitchcon um let me i just look it up twitch HQ. yeah i
2: figured it'd be out there all that all the tech stuff is out in the Bay Area. Matt, what were you going to say about Pokemon? San Francisco. Apology. Yep. You know, I don't even know what she's apologizing for to be perfectly honest with you. I'm so out of the loop. She did a bit of Wait, a montage. Which apology.
0: There were a few uh she just dropped like a 15-minute video, I think yesterday. Oh my god. See, um, I just don't care. Like
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm just not it, seeing it, it, it.
0: actually it's, it's, it's decent. It's pretty good. And I mean, she really just kind of went through the bullet points of like, here, here are the problems right now. Here's the drama surrounding me. I'm just going to address them piece by piece. Um, and, uh, Bo blacks was, was, uh, <laughs> an, el- an element of it too. Cause there's, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are making videos about, about her. And then there is the, uh, the crazy stuff with, uh, people finding out that, that, uh, she has a boyfriend. I mean, it, some of it is frivolous. Some of it is real. I mean, she, uh, she was accused of taking down, uh, a lot of videos, filing a bunch of takedowns. And so there is some stuff with substance, some things that were really lame internet drama. Uh, it was, it ran the gamut. Um, but she made this video where she just sat and talked it through. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty good as far as those things go. Um,
1: and I think is, I mean, I'm reading these comments, people don't care. Like, these these people, all these comments with all these likes, it's just, it's just people joking, you know? Like, she's making a genuine apology, and people are just joking in the comment section. Yep. Even if I check the new comments, 54,000 comments in a day, you know, that's a lot. But it's, I mean, oh, pff, imagine this, I'm, imagine my shock, fucking, let me, can you see this right here? Bruh, the drama on YouTube is kind of yeah. dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Not well, false Nick
0: yeah, Nick Diorio had a really good response, and I, I if I can't pull it up in two seconds here um then I will have to paraphrase it, but people are giving he's a, he's okay, so if you don't know Nick Diorio he's uh um a commentary drama type guy who has a bit of a reputation for being aggressive uh at times, but people are giving him a hard time here about about not, like, ripping her apology. And he just, he, he just I mean, that, had to respond, like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, she made a sincere, genuine apology uh, for some issues that people brought up. Like, what more do you want?
1: That in and of itself should be indicative that people don't actually care about apologies. They want the content, you know? Like, you, you said this guy, yeah. he, makes, he makes drama content. So now that he's not ripping someone, people are upset, like, there, there you go. You know, people don't actually care about the apology. They want to see the drama YouTuber rip them a new one, no matter what it is. People don't yeah. care. Uh, like the majority sport. of people don't actually genuinely give a shit about drama. They give a shit. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like a sport. They give a shit about the the actual spectacle. You know, it's a, it's a new spectacle. And it's real because, oh, drama. I've had that in my real life. Now these internet people are doing it too. And it's fun to watch. And it doesn't affect me because it's not my problem.
2: Or they don't. That's the other thing I've always been wondering. And and yeah. I'd love both of your perspectives on this is uh, do and this is just a wild proclamation and it's pro- it could be very, very wrong. Maybe the opposite is true. But part of me wonders, like, if you have a lot of serious stuff going on in your life, the last thing that I would want to do is be entertained by other people's problems. Like yeah. I don't want to escape that. Like I don't want mm-hmm. to like be involved in this sort of yeah. like misery. So what I'm asking is, do you think that a lot of this is from people who have nothing going on in their lives and they are vicariously mm-hmm. like enjoying other people's problems? Is that a thing? That's my question.
1: I think that's, that's that the people who are most obsessed with drama. Are the people who have actual real shit going on in their life that they can't deal with but they feel like they can deal with the internet drama by disowning people by criticizing them profusely and they feel like by doing that by getting someone uh canceled for some minor thing right or or getting someone ridiculed profusely um that somehow helps them overcome their own mental blockade with the real shit they have in their lives. Like seeing someone else, it's literally, it's seeing someone else suffer makes you feel less bad about yourself, right? It's it's the whole premise of like live stream fails, the subreddit, the biggest streaming subreddit, you know? It it used to be subreddit just dedicated to people making fuck ups and shit, but now it's like a drama subreddit. And now it's also like a wholesome 100, you know, Reddit moment subreddit. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a combo of those things. People Want to see people suffer so they feel better about their lives. And at the same time, people are like, I think adults typically, I have, I have my own personal shit going on. Can y'all shut the fuck up and play Minecraft? Like, God damn. <laughs> it's, it's a mix I of both. I definitely feel,
0: yeah, I feel what Kevin's talking about with, um, like we, we had an episode where we, we flat out talked about why we'd skipped a couple episodes because Kevin and I both had all sorts of crazy things going on and uh, you know, it was just hard to do normal life. And during that period, like through, which has been most of the year, uh, for, for, uh, at least me, um, I would find what I watched on Netflix was really low stakes stuff. Yeah. Really like easy going, sometimes yeah. like purposely feel good kind of things. Yeah. Precisely because what Kevin said, like, I don't want to see conflict And Mm -hmm. really difficult stuff after a day of, of like Googling the effects of what would happen if I really drank bleach, you know, like (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to end my day with something that's equally as difficult as that day was or worse. Yeah. Um, Right. No. You know, I don't know what it's like for like 16 year olds though, you know, maybe different.
1: Well, when you're 16, the world's a lot smaller. I mean, I, I freshly remember being 16, you know, uh, and I remember my world was very small. But, and as a result, my problems that existed were still as big as my problems that exist are now, right? Like it's all relative and shit. Yeah. So a 16 year old who gets rejected by their crush feels just as bad as a 22 year old who can't afford to pay rent that month. You know, like it's, it's very equivalent because your worlds are relatively, or your world is relative to your own perspective, right? Like when I was 12, the worst thing that happened to me when I was 12 is I got banned on Call of Duty. You know, uh, I got, I got banned for abusive chat, which I was being very abusive with the chat. Uh, I I completely deserved, I would go to jail for the shit I said on black ops two lobbies. You know, I was 13, 12 or 13 and, and I, I should be in jail for that, but I'm not because, you know, thankfully Xbox did not store our chats. Uh, <laughs> but man, you know, now I'm looking back like that's so irrelevant. Like that, that, that would be the least of my worries today. But, uh, I'm Th- there's you, this when you management
0: it, principle and I forget yeah, I mean, the name of it, but, but like when you assign a task, like any task you have to do expands to fill the amount of time you have to do it. I forget the name yeah. of this, but I feel like it's the same thing here where Your problems always expand to fill the size of your universe. And if your universe is little, like you described with somebody who's in high school who has a bad breakup, that is a Mm -hmm. world-ending, never-going-to-recover-from-it kind of thing. Well, you know, you're 30, 35, and you lose your job, and, you know, whatever happens. uh, It's a much larger universe. And whatever your problems are there, just expand to fill that, too. So you kind of— always that's the in micro, that
1: position yeah that's like the micro scale of it right now imagine like just just for shits and giggles imagine uh if we just looked up in the sky and there's a fucking alien mothership imagine how quickly we would resolve our interpersonal issues down here on earth you know like imagine how quickly we go <laughs> over all that shit because our, our problems <laughs> between each other would would suddenly seem very insignificant to the to the alien mothership that is you know light years ahead of us as far as technology and shit and shit like that like Oh, sorry, not light years. Jesus, I'm going to call with a science man. And I just use light years as a time measurement. God, what a fucking embarrassment. Sorry. <laughs> but like, like ages ahead of us as far as technology, just leaps and bounds. And they're hovering above us with their death ray pointed at us. And we're over here arguing about oil. Imagine how quickly we'd get over that shit. But, but to, <laughs> to back up, people care about shit, depending on how much of their world it makes up. When you're a kid and all you watch are Minecraft YouTubers, right? All you watch are these guys just playing on this Minecraft server, doing really funny shit. And then one of them does something bad, you know, like one of them gets exposed for doing something weird with their fans, you know, like maybe their fans were underage or some shit. And that, that is world crushing for you because you dedicated months of your life to that. And you find out, oh, this person's actually a piece of shit behind the scenes. That's world crushing me personally. I was a part of that server. So it was, I was disappointed, but at the same time, um, I didn't really care that much you know, like, yeah, that person's a piece of shit, but it didn't affect my life. You know, I, I didn't personally feel a whole lot of heartbreak. I felt very disappointed that I was, uh, that someone who was involved in the same thing as me could be that behind the scenes. Uh, but it wasn't like super world ending. I didn't feel like making a video on it. Like it's, it's, it's bad, you know, get them out of here. Like it's, it's bad. A person who is a piece of shit did a thing that only a piece of shit would do. Fuck them. Get them out of here. Let's move on as a community. Right. But. People care about things when, you know, in advertising, I I studied advertising and social media in school, things um, matter depending on proximity, you know, like no one cares that some fucking kid died of starvation in some third world country that's a million miles away, right? But people do care whenever their aunt catches that same fucking disease or dies of the same cause or some shit, you know, it's because your aunt, you know, that's your aunt. But that kid, I don't know that kid who gives a shit, you know? whenever something happens in like the beauty community i don't give a fuck <laughs> beauty I, I can't do my <laughs> eyeliner and i don't give a shit about that but when it happens in like the minecraft community which i'm not like i keep using minecraft as a reference i'm not a huge component of that right but whenever it happens in like the streaming community then i care because like oh i'm a streamer this affects me somehow you know some way like whenever Pokemane gets canceled for what having a boyfriend. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck, like, imagine if I kept, I, I mean, I've been with my girlfriend for six years, you know, imagine if I kept that private since the start, imagine how many more female viewers I would have, <laughs> that would be just <laughs> devastated, you know, <laughs> cause I'm such an attract, I'm, I'm such a 10.
2: <sighs> you are <But laughs> like, speaking of 10, oh. let's talk about coom caves. Yeah. What is, <laughs> See, what is a, what is a coom cave and why are you reviewing them? <laughs>
1: Okay, so a coom cave, right? It is your your dungeon. It is your your domain, right? Um, your your coom cave it, a coom cave is a result of just chronic internet addiction comboed with chronic <laughs> masturbation disorder, comboed with no self respect at all, no common decency, <laughs> right? Like
2: that's a heck of a combo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So whenever you're a messy fucking teen. You don't clean up after yourself, you have a Pornhub <laughs> Premium account, um, and and you're just generally like ha- have no respect for hygiene or anything like that, your room will end up looking like and becoming what is essentially a Coom cave. And um, <laughs> Coom is a derivative of a Coomer, and a Coomer is a derivative of, of the. Subgenre of Wojax based off of Boomer, Doomer, Zoomer, and Coomer is just the equivalent of those, except in reference to masturbation, right? So Coomer gets you Coom, which is kind of just synonymous for cum, but funnier, I think, uh, and, and less vulgar, I feel. And Coom Cave is just, you know, that's just assonance. That's just poetic assonance. And it just works well, I think. Or is that consonance? Assonance, consonance, sen- some shit, you know, repetition of the, the consonant sound. Coom sentence coomness There you go. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 just.
2: What are some highlights? What are some like frequently seen objects, components, um, patterns that you've seen across multiple yeah. caves? Let's hear about it.
1: Okay. So um, unfortunately, with uh, my audience, thankfully has has gotten older, so they're mostly adults now. Unfortunately, what I see a lot is sex toys, so I have to cut that. I have to remove that. Uh, one time you know, this person actually now is a moderator for me, but one time I was reviewing rooms, but this is before I called them Coom Caves. And uh, I noticed on her nightstand was a, uh, I think a 14 inch bad dragon octopus tentacle dildo. And uh, I was like, wow, huh? Okay, next. (laughs) Cause I was, I was observing the foreground. I was observing their gaming setup, but in the background you see this tentacle sitting on the desk, like, like kind of like this sideways. And I'm like, What is that? And then people in my chat were like, uh, I was like, Oh, moving on. Then I've seen, I've seen a variety of different, uh, sex toys that I've cut from all the final videos and shit like that. (laughs) But another thing would be, you know, food sitting out teenagers and young adults were disgusting. We leave food out everywhere. And that's why we have bugs and shit. Um, uh, another common element be like crusty clothes, not just dirty clothes, like crusty clothes in the ground. Like, I don't know what fluid that is, but I have a pretty, I have a hunch and, uh, yeah, no, I'm picking that up with tongs. Um, <laughs> general uncleanliness, poor lighting also. I find, I don't know why that's a common thing, but poor lighting. It's like you, you live in a musky, uh, you know, dimly lit cave for long enough. You become a monkey. I feel like, uh, And a lot of these kids have like just one lamp in the room, no ceiling fan, just, just a lamp in the corner. (laughs) It's like, it's terrible. It's a dungeon. I feel like the CIA is going to get the coordinates out of me in this room. You know, like like what the (laughs) fuck is this? Well,
2: caves Uh, are generally poorly lit, you know? So I mean, it makes sense. What, what food do you see cropping up uh, quite often? Like, uh, Totino's pizza rolls, Funyuns, Mm. Munchos, like what are we talking here?
1: A lot, you know, a lot of hot pocket sleeves like this. (laughs) It's because. Now, do the hot
2: pocket sleeves double as anything else or are they just, do they just remain hot pocket sleeves? Like, do they have a dual purpose?
1: Um, no, 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 they're, they're just, I mean, I suppose if you get really creative, they could become like throwing stars, but aside from. You know the possibility of turning it into a, a lethal weapon no they don't function as any sort of like flashlight or anything if that's where you're going with that no not not at all i i would assume that the best option for that would be like a toilet paper roll uh <laughs> and then like you know makeshifting a uh, sort of interior but you know that's neither here nor there um it, it's like it's like dirty plates with bits of food left over if your parents make dinner right uh, a lot of the coom caves you find it's people's entire house but condensed to the room because they live with their parents you know um it's 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 hot pocket sleeves it's like actual pots like you can tell these are fucking young adults because they haven't gotten to the stage where they're making dinner and putting it on a plate they're making dinner and then eating it straight out of the pot they made it in right uh so you see a lot of that empty cups with mold in them (laughs) Here in Texas, you know, we drink a lot of sweet tea. And so sweet tea gets moldy really fast (laughs) because of all the sugar. And uh, (laughs) I mean, even even, even when I was like fucking 19 living in my first apartment, like, God, I would just leave sweet tea everywhere. One time I accidentally drank the wrong thing of sweet tea and I swallowed what was actually a glob of floating mold. And it was a glob. Uh, I'm telling you, slimy glob. uh, And I was like, oh, wow, that was not an ice cube, was it? No, it was not. No. Oh, man. I didn't get sick. I I took an antibiotic and a couple of Tums. I did not get sick. Uh, And you didn't (laughs) gag when you swallowed
0: it? You didn't throw up or anything?
1: Oh, because I thought it was ice cube. And then I was like, I'm looking at the thing and I was like, wait, this tea's warm. That was not an ice cube. Uh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was not an ice cube. I gagged at the thought, but I did not gag when it went down because it went straight down, man. (laughs) It went straight down because it was so like it was mold. So it was kind of slimy and it just went right down. Like I, I, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Hmm. Must was an ice cube. This is room temp. How was that an ice cube?
0: Uh-oh. I can't wait for Ben to clip that audio. That's all, I, that's all I want. I'm thinking already about what, what video to put that little snippet of audio <laughs> over top of. It's going to be awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, uh, the Coom Caves is like one of the things I'm most proud of lately. I love that. I love that I have my own little thing. And I'm actually, I just started uh, another thing last night and I'm going to be uploading it soon. Uh, Cringe confession. So I have everyone get in Discord. Everyone changes their profile picture to the same thing. Everyone changes their username to a summary of their story. And I pick, everyone joins a private VC where they're all muted. And I pick people to drag them in based on their username, which is a summary of their confession, right? And uh, we had people last night coming in and talking about like, okay, so... I was really horny during a Zoom call in my college class, so I, I turn off my camera and my crush is in this class, <laughs> and, and he confessed that he masturbated on, on a fucking Zoom call with all of his classmates, and I, I was like, you are disgusting, you are a depraved human being, and that's fucking hilarious, you should be ashamed of yourself, and you're a piece of shit. And I, I, prescribed to him, I like, we did it like an actual like Catholic confession room. <laughs> like I, I prescribed him his, his, his <laughs> repension and, and he, he shall go and, and confess his sins to the Lord. And <laughs> he, 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 didn't even have any regrets, man. <laughs> he was, he was kind of giddy about it. Like, yeah, <laughs>
2: man, the dark side um, of distance learning.
1: <laughs> yeah. True, 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 true. Um, what what were some other ones last night? Like one kid got his dad sent to prison for ten years because he what? he thought it, he thought it'd be funny to catfish his dad, but he catfished his dad as like a a child, like a little girl, and and then oh he was like, god. oh my god, wait, what? And it actually worked. And then the like he told a friend, and his friend told their parents, and their parents told the police. The police raided his father's house, and they actually found an abundance of shit on his hard drives. And now he's in prison for 10 years.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's first of all, that's crazy. Second of all, I mean, that's good. Wild. he should be in prison. Yeah. Yeah. I asked
1: the kid be about in like, prison. what's that cocktail of emotions of like finding out your father is doing that, doing that shit. And like, and he, he described it as like a bunch of anger, disappointment, relief, comboed with grief. Like that was my father, you know, like on one hand, like, fuck that guy. On the other hand, that was the guy that raised me, you know? like shit. Um, <sighs> but I, I, really enjoyed that bit last night. Cause it was all over the place. It was, it was left and right with like just funny shit and sad shit and real shit. Like the, the cringe confessions, I think are going to be a new favorite of mine to make. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. And, uh, it, could gonna, be,
2: it sounds like it could almost be cathartic for some people. Sure. I mean, they have their anonymity, right?
1: you know? aside from their voice and maybe in the future I'll make people download clownfish or something to change their voice a little bit but uh you know you, you oh, can confess yeah. anonymously like one kid talked about how um in the 4th grade he was he was pantsed in front of the entire playground and it, he he wasn't wearing underwear or his underwear came down so he's pantsed from his entire school and he moved the next week like they oh. moved into a new school like fuck imagine that's a literal it, wow. nightmare <laughs> yeah and he said it actually still affects he's a grown man now and it still affects him to this day like fuck, that's sad, you know. Jeez.
2: Oh like, my gosh! gosh
0: God, I want to relay. I want to relay a story that's very much like that. But I think, I think, yeah, because Kevin knows knows who it is since we we go back a pretty long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'd be identifiable, though. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, you don't worry I, about it. I no can't idea, tell the story about. So, but that's a uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I remember
0: this. But you, but you talked about. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, so you talked about like the doing things for the anonymity's sake, like uh, using clownfish or something like that. I mean, do you think at, at what point do you, how much does it matter that the story is absolutely true? Because, you know, somebody could quite it. easily just make up honestly anything. Yeah. Last really night, there was some, you
1: know, yeah. The, last night there were some crazy stories and honestly, like one kid. I, oh yeah. The craziest story last night was talking about how his dad came home. His mom thought his dad was cheating because he was like talking to another woman, but it was just like a, an old friend or some business partner or some shit. And anyway, his mom goes in the kitchen, gets a bread knife and stabs his father straight to the meat of his, of his arm. Right. And then, Whoa. um, his mom has like a fling or some shit. like his parents are happily married, but then like some guy comes over to pick up his mom. And I guess it might be like her boyfriend or some shit. His dad gets so mad that he gets a his katana from the bedroom. Like he has a katana that his grandfather gave him or some shit. And he goes out to the guy's Jeep and stabs the katana through the door of his Jeep. And then the cops arrive and his dad, like his dad had already thrown the knife that he was stabbed with out into the woods out of anger. But then he went to the woods and got the knife and shit and brought it back. And then he updated me with it and said like, Oh yeah, my mom's my mom has a court date on the uh, 16th of next month. And she's being charged with, uh, attempted murder (laughs) on my dad. I was like attempted murder. I feel like that'd be like aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, (laughs) But attempted murder, sure. I mean, it is a knife. Uh, They're from North Carolina. I don't know if that's how the law works there, but either rate, you know, if that story was fake or if it was real, that was a good fucking story because the kid was very precise in detail and shit. And you typically don't find that in fake stories, which what it's what led me to believe it was real. He was very precise with detail, like little shit. Like my dad was angry, the knife was like jiggling around in his arm and shit, so he just yanked it out. I was like, that's a that's very believable. I feel like. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's specific. very specific and believable. When the Katana
0: stabbed through the, the Jeep door, I'm like, oh, that, that, that made it feel believable to me. Because, because if said, you've got this Katana, easy. like, why yeah. don't you stab a Jeep door? Well, yeah, he said it was like, easy because the real. Jeep,
1: it, it was the kind of Jeep where like it has no top and the doors are made of that like vinyl oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So this, oh, the Katana went straight thin. through the Jeep. And he, he said yeah. he also slashed the yeah. tires and I was like, you could slash tires with a Katana. Sure. If it was sharp. You could stab them right through. And I feel like the door of like a Jeep, like the canopy doors and shit like that, you could easily stab through those. Yeah, this is a very specific story that I feel like is very almost true. And he said his little sister had pictures of everything because she was recording the entire thing, but she wasn't home. So I kind of want to now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of want to backtrack and see if that story is real. I don't want to like show this kid's info on on my stream or anything like that. But man, I want to see this. I really want to see it now. Shit. But yes, some of
0: these stories lending themselves to like really good. Where are they now? Segments like whatever happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever happened to the guy who cranked it in in the Zoom call? Like just (laughs) see a follow up like on on Catfish.
1: You know, after like
0: at the end of Catfish. Yeah. You know, they they do the call where it's like, oh, how's it been three months after you were, you know, led to believe this supermodel was in love with you and it turned out to be, you know, your cousin. Oh. Um, those are always really good wrap ups, you know, and I, I definitely want to see the follow up on these stories.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, even if it even if I find out it wasn't real it was a good story and it makes it made for good content like it doesn't need to be real. You know, it just needs to be entertaining. I'm not worried about like the validity of anything. I'm not fact checking. I'm not like, okay, uh, submit your ID and shit just in case, you know, like, uh, give me your address as collateral in case <laughs> you lie. Like, no, I don't, I don't care. I don't care that much. Um, but if it's too unbelievable, I'm just be like, all right, you're making it up. Bye. <laughs> and I'm just not going to put it in the video. But that kid's story was really, really, really believable. So I'm leaving that in, you know, and all the other stories were like, like a little funny shit. We probably did, I think 40 or 50. So we'll probably take like 15 to 20 That's out long. of them. Um, and there was like a hundred people that wanted to submit their stories. Uh, they were all waiting in that VC with the exact same monkey profile picture. And like th- some people were very concise with their summaries. Like one kid, uh, had his name set to come cantaloupe. <laughs> it's like, Oh man, I kind of want to see at the same time. I can just infer based on the name that like he's using a cantaloupe as a, as a partner. So I'm not gonna, uh, we don't need to, we don't need to go in there. Although it's disgusting. As a partner,
0: is the cantaloupe a partner in that process? Yeah, I feel a like a cantaloupe would be, uh, if not a victim, at least a, a silent party. I feel like what? upgrading them to
2: partnership would be a stretch. <laughs>
1: you, you don't, you don't know if it was a consensual cantaloupe or not, you know? like
2: <laughs> Oh, oh man, that reminds oh, me of a, of a terrible saved by the bell joke where, um, screech is going to, uh, get married. He's going to elope and yeah. Mr. Belding says, screech, you can elope. And Screech oh. says, "Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you watermelon?" And on that note, I would love to take questions uh, for Wiest from our patrons. Do we have some questions? I know one of our patrons, Jake Roper, asked how many hot dogs you think you could fit in your mouth.
1: <laughs> okay, are these are these kosher dogs? Are these beef dogs? Are these Angus dogs? What are we talking? Um, like, uh, he didn't,
2: he he didn't didn't say they're Nathan,
0: let's say they're Nathan's famous. Like since he didn't, since, uh, okay. since Jake Roper, who I believe has a YouTube channel of his own. Yeah. Are you probably. familiar with it,
2: Kevin?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's Vsauce4. Uh, something. Yeah.
0: Yes. Vsauce4. <laughs> since he okay. didn't specify, we have to assume that they're the national standard of the Nathan's famous used in the 4th of July hot dog yeah. eating competition.
1: Um, Okay. I know and how many I, I can fit up my ass. Raw wieners, no bun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. I know how many I can fit up me, but not down me. Um, I'm going to oh. go ahead and shave off 20%. And I'm going to say six, six directly in my mouth. Just all at once, which I think is, I think it's fair. It seems right. Or, yeah. It seems valid. Wait, Kevin, how many do you
0: think you could put away?
2: 20, 20. Um, could I eat or just hold in my mouth? Like this, like the size of my mouth. Probably I think just fit. Yeah. I think it's just yeah, stuffing them. You don't have
0: to bite and swallow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Probably four.
1: What's the diameter of a hot dog? That's it? So they're eight
0: in, in a pound most of the time. Right. And, and if you think about that pound package, then you curl it up into a ball. Cause they're going to nest pretty nicely. Hot dogs are going to nest with like no real dead, dead area in between them. I bet you could easily put 12 in. 12? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think you, I think I think that you could be a dozen dogger.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be my new uh, Twitter profile, my new bio. Uh, So, Kevin, can can you describe? Can you describe what's happening here? (laughs) I'm not sure that (laughs) what's happening here. I think Weist is measuring his mouth. He's got a tape Um, measure.
1: I've got a. I've got a. Okay, so I've got a, a vertical diameter of about three inches. And horizontally, I feel like I can stretch it to about four and a half. So if we do that and we take the cross section of each hot dog and apply it to the surface area, I'm I'm almost certain I could fit well over 10 now that I think about it.
0: See, I think 10 or 12 is is completely fair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. that's, that's gotta be about right. When you, uh, I, I'm trying to crunch the surface area of a, of an ellipsis with three by four and a half and can't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm confident. Just the, the general estimate. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I they I uh, go more than 12.
1: Yeah. The fact that they're cut in a way that nestled very tightly inside of a package with little, little, uh, excess space just for yeah. like the fluid in the air. I think, I think they would also fit in my mouth the same way. Now, Sure. how far in i don't know that's because my teeth are eventually going to start blocking it and i don't want to i don't want to scrape the guy i mean the hot dog uh <laughs> and hot dogs oh, sorry no. how many guys i mean hot,
0: oh no uh
1: 10 hot dogs and i think i could do it yeah um the bun lengths i can only get a few inches in yeah just a few the beef yeah, franks so I probably everything. Whole. yeah
0: okay yeah I'm, bun's change I'm, everything
1: oh yeah a bun. Just, no bro like two if we're adding buns, that's just not fair, you
2: know. Ugh, I'm annoyed that I want to know the answer to this now. There's such a yeah. throwaway question, and then and now I actually because I find it preposterous that I could fit twelve hot dogs in my mouth. That seems like way, way too many.
1: Like just the winners. Like I mean, yeah, I have a pack of hot yeah, dogs in the, the fridge. Wiener.
2: You have some?
1: I, I do. I do. In fact, have some hot dogs in the fridge. Should I?
2: Are you willing willing to try? I am. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> okay, he's going to get the hot dogs. We're just going to try cuz I want to know. He we, has them. Why we might not? as well. Hot dogs are cheap. This is know. science.
0: This is this is uh, the scientific process that Neil deGrasse Tyson elucidated <laughs> in your collab with him. And it is actually. It's important that
2: <laughs> we have a hypothesis. Uh, the chat by the way is <laughs> It needs to be tested.
0: Someone record the video please. APM says absolutely beautiful. Ben says, What the hell is happening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not often that we get a real answer to a question like this.
1: Okay. I, I've returned. I'm setting out a uh, paper towel so as to catch any fluids from my XXL mouse pad. Oh, <sighs> juice. Yeah. So right here, so- I have Oscar Meyer Smokies. Um, uncured smoked sausage, Frank. So these are a little bit thicker in the middle, but uh, I think it'll work.
2: Uh, a fresh pack? You have a full pack of them?
1: Yep, all eight.
2: All right. Well, let's see. Let's see if we can get up to eight, because <clears throat> the estimate was ten to twelve. So
1: yeah, so if I eight, can do eight, eight should easily, be no problem. I think ten with effort would yeah. be reasonable. We'll have a sense. Yeah, we'll now have a sense of what that extra guys, room can hold. These guys are kind of. Like, these guys are kind of thick. They uh, are. Those are here, big ones.
0: Ins- Would you describe them as, as girthy?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 so you
0: uh-huh. got four in right now.
2: Uh-huh. See, okay. that was my guess. Four. Five. Six. Uh-huh. We're up to six. Uh-huh. We're up to six. But that was a bit of a slide. And pulling the it cheek apart is. to try to get seven in there. Let's see. Seven? Uh-huh. Seven? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a some sort oh, of Cthulhu. Is that eight? Oh. That's eight. You got eight. In okay. oh. eight in your mouth eight right now. How does it feel? How does it feel? Could you have? Could you do more? Could you do more than uh,
1: eight? Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. So you top out at eight. Uh huh. Uh huh.
2: He really looks like some kind of meat Cthulhu. Oh, wow!
1: My jaw unhinged. Holy shit! <laughs> You're like a snake. <laughs> I felt go back into place. I feel like my I feel like my dentist would be so mad at me right now.
2: God, yeah, well, like, felt- what, what did you do to your jaw? Oh, I shoved wieners in there for a podcast. <laughs> I shoved smokies in there to, to to answer a podcast question.
1: It was worth. I mean, okay, you know, so his first do- question
2: would be how many. You yeah. know, absolutely. Okay, yeah.
1: these are actually really good. Um. If I can do eight Smokies, I'm confident I could do 10 like regular dogs, like Frank's, like, uh, like hot dogs, like the actual abomination food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: All right. right, (laughs) Well, they did
2: look pretty thick.
1: I'm going to feed one of these in my dog because I feel bad for wasting them.
2: Hypothesis confirmed. (laughs) 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 Now it needs to be peer reviewed. So if anybody in the, any of the patrons in the chat want to, want to try it home, you know, please let us know how that goes.
1: <laughs> mm. oh, man, oh, that's going to be very on. difficult to follow up,
2: boy. later mm-hmm. it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm.
1: Wow. I'm 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 actually impressed myself. You know, I don't need. I don't see what the ladies are complaining about. That wasn't too bad. No. About all.
2: <laughs> there are so Ooh. many screenshots of this in the chat right now. It's very very funny. No, I mean uh, <laughs> it's good.
1: I think it's
0: uh This is the benefit of being a patron, by the way, right? You get to see some of these things that like nobody woke up today thinking that they would get this show. They just didn't.
1: No,
2: no, absolutely (laughs) true. No, I I don't uh, think we can top that. That was amazing.
1: Oh, well, thanks, man. I told my girlfriend that she needed a new pack of hot dogs (laughs) on her way home. And she said, why? And I'm I'm hesitant to tell her why. Don't you give can any context us.
0: to that. <laughs> make sure there's no context, and if if she asks, and it, you, you got to be weird about it, and just be like, "Look, I don't want to talk about this." Make it make it <laughs> traumatic, a huge
2: rift in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> or you just secretly put them back of the and confessions don't tell anyone on your own channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched my girlfriend eat my mouth tested hot dog and I never told her about it.
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, she's she's only she's only minorly disappointed. It's okay.
2: Mm. Okay. Well good. We don't want to disappoint any significant others on this show. It's not our aim. Chinchilla says in the
0: in the chat that he's waiting on the twit longer about this and frankly, I don't know which of the 3 of us should be the one
1: writing it. Uh, the hot dog company <laughs> Yeah, Oscar Meyer. <laughs> yeah, they they are the ones that were violated the most.
2: <laughs> oh man! Well, we have. Awesome.
0: Uh, let me think how to order these. Um, do you have? Yeah, if you can, let me see. Can you click the episode chat because this one is a photographic response? Let's see. Yes. I've pasted that. It's uploading. Okay, in the episode chat. Uh, can you give your thoughts on this picture, and for the audio audience, it is a photo of Mike Tyson biting the shirt of what appears to be a toddler, and that toddler is crying and being pulled away
1: yeah <laughs> um so obviously, I can already tell straight from the from the get go that you know he's he's doing his signings, you know, I see a huge stack of photos, yep. he has a sharpie in his hand, so he's signing photos um, obviously the Elderly man that is holding this child was like, Hey, Mike, can you do that thing to my boy's shirt? And uh Mike was like, Hell yeah, I can. Hell yeah. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> bite his shirt. And uh he, he did he did exactly that for the photo because he's looking straight into the camera, you know. Uh the kid was just not here for it. The kid didn't even want to be to the fight to begin with. Um, everyone's laughing, except for the woman in the top right. If you if you enlarge the image, there is a woman in the top right who's not happy to be there. Uh, she's, oh, she's there with her way
0: in the background. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone else is, is, you know, oh, endearingly looking at the man holding the child and Mike's looking at the camera like he always is probably. And, and, and this, this is just a, a, a genuine case of like anything, anything for attention from a celebrity, right? Hey, bite my kid's shirt. Even if it does scare the fuck out of my kid, the absolute shit out of my kid, who cares? Uh, I would do it. <laughs> if I were Mike Tyson, I would have done it too. Who cares? Not my kid. I'm never gonna see this kid again. If you were,
0: if you were the parent, would you do this with your child?
1: No, I wouldn't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, okay. If I was the, if I was the parent with a child, um, oh man, I can't say that I would do this. I don't know because it's hard to put myself in a scenario when I'm where I'm interested in in fighting or boxing. Like I just can't imagine myself being really into this, mm. and I can't <laughs> imagine myself being into any celebrity so much so that I want them to put their mouth near my child's clothing. You know. I just don't see it, but let's say I, let's say I was, let's say it's like, okay, the only interaction I can get with fucking Jennifer Lawrence is if I let her lick my kid's shoe. Sure. Lick my kid's shoe. He's not going to remember, you know, I will though. I'll think about it a lot. (laughs) The
0: the child is not being actively harmed in this photo. No. His his shirt is being tugged on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of fear, but nothing, nothing crazy, (laughs) you know? It's okay. The child will be fine.
0: No standing trauma then.
1: Oh, man. If, if the child is permanently scared of like boxers or God forbid black men for the rest of his life, that's his father's fault. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> um, Anti-Matter <laughs> Tape p- posted the, the video of you eating the hot dogs and the caption is, as the number of hot dogs go up, the pixels go down, which is really oh, funny. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the hot dogs affect like the compression of the clip. Yeah, oh Discord
1: bitrate is just not kind to of video at all.
2: No, no, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> oh man, uh,
0: Isaac asks about your background, and by the way, this is um, you know another thing that the audio people can't see. You have a you have a great uh, you got a great a great coom cave
1: there. Thank you, it's man. Pretty thank impressive. you. Yeah, this is just the uh, the yeah. guest room for it's, my for my place, and I just turn it in my ah right. I turn it into my office here, and. uh
0: yeah, it's just well, it looks awesome.
1: Some cheap LEDs, some some lamps or some bulbs that I put into a $12 IKEA lamp and a couple of RGB spotlights, which I had no or floodlights rather, RGB floodlights that I had no idea existed. So I got those for like 40 bucks on Amazon. I was like, "Yo, sick." And yeah, it's just this is just
0: Isaac, oh, sorry.
1: No, yeah, it's it's like some IKEA shelves, a $80 futon from Amazon. <laughs> and and just various knickknacks that I've had sent to me in my PO box and and decorations and a whole bunch of g fuel you know
0: that's the question and and when we go to g fuel what code do we use
1: code weast at checkout to save 10% off your order
0: code weast at checkout to save 10% of your order of g fuel yeah uh, so isaac asked about the stuff on the wall in the back <clears throat> uh because you did point out the pokemon photo mm-hmm. um what is what is your favorite piece on that wall? What's My favorite, favorite
1: piece on this wall? Hmm. Um, damn, that's tough. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of anything Overwatch related. So I have, you know, I have a, a plushy Winston back there. I have a Pachamari, which is, uh, it is, it is the Overwatch universe equivalent of like Hello Kitty. It's an onion. It's, it's a little cute little onion. And this is you see this everywhere in Overwatch. There's a, there's a Pachamari on every level in the game. Um, every almost every character has like some sort of reference to a Pachamari. Like one of my favorite for Roadhog because Roadhog's this big fat guy that's like really you know he's big and mean and scary. My favorite emote for him is he turns away from everyone and he pulls a Pachamari out from his ass and he like pets it and then he like gets startled and puts it away again. I love the Pachamari, but. If I really, really, really had to pick, um, maybe, maybe my little, maybe my little doge figurine that I got from YouTube's I ordered it and waited like four months to get it cause of shipping delays. And I, I love doge as a meme. Um, it's my favorite all time, favorite example of a meme having more than two or three stages of irony because it's just, it, I mean, it, it was here in 2011 and it died. And then it came back in like 2014, ironically. Like, oh, look at this old meme. We're using it ironically now, and it's funny. And then it died again. And then it came back in a post-ironic sense. And it has all these layers to it. <laughs> all these layers of just irony and 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 just unfunniness comboed with funniness. Like the absurdity equals the comedy. And uh, and 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 it's now it's here. Now it's a staple. It's a staple like Pepe and Twitch chat. Like it no longer means anything what it used to. You know, it it is now a representation of the self, and I know that's very very philosophical for a fucking Shiba Inu, but like I I love Doge. Uh, my most frequent subreddit is r slash Doge lore, and I just I just look at terrible memes of 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 this fucking yellow dog. It, 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 I've seen the image so many times it's no longer real. You guys ever get that? You guys ever look at something so many times it becomes surreal, and non-existent. Like if I if you look at yeah, that's the called uh, semantic photo, satiation.
2: It's called yeah. semantic satiation. That's an actual thing. Yeah, you could look that up.
1: You just oversaturate exactly. your, uh, your brain to more yeah, yeah. like, this yeah, is like not a real. A word dog.
2: becomes meaningless. If you say a word <laughs> over and over and over again, it loses its meaning. Yeah, it happens yeah. with a bunch of stuff.
1: This, this fucking dog, man, it has human eyes. You know, like <laughs> I look at this dog and it's just not real. My, uh, oh, the button for my green screen is a Doge. It's a Doge wearing a, a chroma key suit. I, I incorporate it in anything I can because it's just. <sighs> I love this fucking yellow dog. I love you too, buddy. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not shit talking to you at all. Yeah, you can come up here.
0: Come on. <laughs> He's chilling. So we have a couple quick hits, and mm-hmm. then, uh, then, then a big one. Okay. The quick hits are from James. Uh, James, because, and I'm gonna censor this one because we haven't talked about anything so far to this point that would require the explicit designation on iTunes. Definitely not.
1: So okay. yeah, uh
0: choose between T or A. Wait, where am I looking? Oh shit. Oh no, he's he, he James is asking tits or ass.
1: Oh, T or A. <laughs> See, I'm not gonna draw that conclusion. <laughs> that's his question. Okay, tits or ass. Okay, well th- I mean <laughs> that's James's th- this question. Is, Australia it like needs to know. Yeah, this this is a simple uh mechanical thing. Like you can do almost nothing with tits, whereas there's quite a few options with ass. You know, tits are these are these flesh bags. They're ass cheeks with nipples, right? Sure. Uh, they're hanging from the chest though. So it's in an inopportune spot. Like what's near the chest? Not much else, right? With ass, one, it is a, buddy, Chili's he's biting my hand, so I pet him. It is a opportunity for many other <laughs> scenarios to play out, right? One, I mean, you're, you're, you're near the, the, the actual business side of things. Yeah. Um, I think the ass is just generally more attractive. You're near the thighs. This is nice. Um, You're already in a good configuration to to get to other work. I feel, and um, you know, and you you have the added possibility of maybe maybe uh, accessing God's loophole. You know, saving both of your virginities and uh, staying pure in the eyes of God.
0: That's a good rundown. Some practical concerns, Mm -hmm. some philosophical concerns. Yeah. it reminds me. It reminds me of a, a good vocabulary word, and because we're going to take that answer and make it as highbrow as we can, Calypogen, or Calipigen. calipagus If someone is calipagus, mm-hmm. it, that means that they have uh, ample buttocks. Oh, nice! Um, the roots in it, yeah. The roots in it are Greek, I believe, and uh, it's a really good word that I'm surprised that we don't see very often. C a l y p calipagus Is that right?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm seeing it here. C L O I G I G O U S. Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah, what a great word. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. One of my favorite words is gregariosity. People talk all the time about gregariosity.
0: That flows nicely.
1: Yeah, no, it's nice. It's solid. Also, there's another one I learned last night. Oh, man, and I forgot it already because I just don't store words like I used to, and I haven't read since high school. Um, It was a synonym for self-righteous, and I really, really liked it. Oh. Man, I'm going to find it right here. Uh, sanctimonious. Love that word.
0: Oh, sanctimonious is great. Mm -hmm. My mom, uh, had a saying about, uh, sanctimony and sanctimonious, uh, hypocrites. And I I remember Mm -hmm. being really young and hearing that word. And she's probably the only person I've ever met who, who has used it like in, in conversation with some frequency. Sanctimony is great. Mm, That's a good I find,
1: I find a lot of, uh sanctimonious behavior in online communities especially when people are trying to save face or make themselves uh, look like they're really good people when in fact they're kind of just pieces of shit like everyone else yes
0: so when you're uh ordering your so your annual subscription to the oxford english dictionary use code weast for 10 percent off that yeah
1: hell yeah do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> that code actually works so um <laughs> we we got that one uh this one, I'm actually really interested in this now that we're seeing your setup uh, and you've talked about aesthetics on things from memes to, uh, you know, uh, really everything around it from memes to coon caves. Yeah. What's your favorite color? How does it factor into the setup that you're sitting in <clears throat> all the time because you're playing these video yeah. games to exhaustion every
1: day? Um, so I don't necessarily have a favorite color. If I had to pick, <clears throat> I would say purple, but. Um the vaporwave aesthetic of blue to pink to teal to purple I really enjoy, if you can't tell. Um also I have an alternative camera angle here that I can I can show you for my setup.
0: Oh uh, nice.
1: And my entire my entire setup is themed around that. I uh it's it's just the the aesthetic all the way. Now this light is normally this color right here. It's normally that. So it kind of like goes with everything. The lights on the back of my monitors, even they they flash according to sound and change color. Uh, but yeah, the keyboard, the even my my soundboard, all that shit. It's it's that same exact aesthetic inside of my PC and all that. I uh, I stick to it. I don't know why. I think I just one day I just saw a vaporwave meme. I liked the aesthetic, and I was like, "Fuck it, that's my aesthetic now," and I'm sticking to it.
0: And how important is that to have? an aesthetic around where you are spending so much time. Like this is, this is kind of like a real nuts and bolts question for somebody who does what you do.
1: It's honestly not that important. People like people think that uh, to get into streaming, need all this equipment, you need a beautiful background, need all these lights and shit. like, bro, I started from my Xbox. People don't come into my stream. Like, man, I'm going to stare at his camera the entire time because the lights in the back are so pretty it's not it doesn't matter i could change my color to green tomorrow and it, it, no one would give a shit i mean they might say something at first like oh you change your colors but it's not like my my color aesthetic in my office defines me the only thing that defines me is my my own personality you know it's what i choose to define myself as um if if your does personality does it make you happier
0: though does all this stuff make you does it make me happy about, oh
1: no yeah i love my fucking office it. i love yeah. i love sitting in here I sit in here. I play video games. I jerk off. I fucking. I sit in Discord calls. I love it in here. Uh, it's 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 my setup is the dream setup I always wanted. So I have it, and I feel good about it. Uh, I I don't ever feel like, man, I wish I had. You know, I wish I had lights in here. I wish I had more lights. Like I I like it just the way it is. Um, I've gotten to that point where I've kind of plateaued in terms of like, what do I need to upgrade next? Because coming up. Like as far as Twitch streaming is shit, you feel like you need to upgrade stuff all the time. It's for, it's quality of life. It's for ease of production. And and like, what else do you need to upgrade? Maybe I should just hire someone else to stream for me. That'll be the ultimate upgrade. Just just quit. (laughs) Just quit and let someone else do it and make me the money. Uh, But no, I can't, I can't say that it doesn't make me happy. It definitely does. You know, I have the dream PC. I have the triple monitor setup that I always wanted. I have all three consoles over here. Um, I have the camera that I always wanted. Uh, and I'm fucking using it as a webcam, which is so absurd to me, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I like it in here, man. I like it. I mentioned I'm going to move. I'm going to take it all down and set it up somewhere else. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll become inspired again. Like, oh, okay. This time the aesthetic is orange, everything orange all the time. Mm. I don't know, but it doesn't. Well, after
0: it, you, after it, you move mm-hmm. and oh, sorry, you want Kevin?
2: Oh, no, no. I just can't wait to hear our final question, but c- c- continue. I'm just excited. For oh no, <laughs> uh, our, I'm, our penultimate question.
1: I, I'm dragging this one on because I feel like I can't give it just a simple answer to it. I feel like that with everything. Like I have to explain everything. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Here's but, a simple one from Boromir: Pepsi or Coke?
1: Pepsi or Coke? Oh, I don't do sugar, guys. But what about diet? Um. Okay. So Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Sure. Um, Coke Zero is good. In statistics in high school, we surveyed 300 people to see if they could tell the difference in a blind taste test and uh forty nine point nine percent of people correctly guessed and and uh the remaining percentage incorrectly guessed, so people can't tell the difference between the two uh so I don't care but wow, coke zero that's pretty close coke zero if uh if I'm really choosy you know sure it's it's like an identical and recipe sweet blows my mind
0: i I feel like they taste very different yeah, and that's what the everyone does
1: everyone says that and then everyone gets it wrong fifty yeah. percent of the time oh. <laughs> It's kind of trippy. No, it is. I mean, it's, Huh?
0: it's, it's the exact. So base weight's question is he wants to know the best insult you've heard given to Brandon.
1: To Brandon. Oh, yes, to the Brandon. best insult of Brandon. Oh man. To wild Spartans, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Fuck man. Okay. The best insult. Oh, someone called him uh, a Cro-Magnon one time. That was funny. Because he kind of does have a big block head. Like, he just kind of looks like a caveman. Like, sort of a proto-human almost. But that's because he's so large and blocky. Um, I think one time I called him a Minecraft Steve-looking ass. But I was just being mean. (laughs) Uh, I I think the best insult goes back to that guy who just said, Wild Spartans, a.k.a. om nom nom nom. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Just something about that. Just like the Koki Monster nomming shit. That's so fucking funny. (laughs) Funny. <laughs> like it, it doesn't go much farther than that because brandon's a nice guy it's hard to insult him too because he has very thick skin like everything bounces right off uh and uh, mostly just back into your face because he, he's pretty he's brutal as well like that's why we get along i think because we're pretty brutal to each other i think that's what makes for a healthy friendship dynamic is being able to <laughs> you know shit on each other and then laugh it off
2: <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Well, we have we have uh, reached the stage at which we're going to ask you the the ultimate question, and yes. um, you may ha- already have an answer for it. You may not. Okay. Uh, the question is, Wiest, what is your fursona?
1: Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I've had this in my mind for a long time. If I was a furry, oh, my good. persona would be a three-toed sloth. Um, I would obviously be a gamer, so I'd be a gamer, three-toed sloth. I'd have headphones on, or whatever, and I always tell myself I would have a. Uh, comically large showed like quite large and overhang <laughs> so large in fact that there is no erection possibility right I am toting it around both arms uh, <laughs> I actually you know I have an image somewhere huh. saved I actually do Okay, I, I have the actual persona <laughs> um, let's see I'm did somebody up- draw this for you yes, or someone did, did you commission somebody to do it uh, many many years ago someone did in fact make this for me let me see if I can find it uh I have a few thousand files saved on my PC, so it's the odds of me like being able to look it up by keyword are very slim. But just in case I do, uh, it would be beautiful, I think, because I'd love for you guys to see it. I've showed very few people my fursona. Um, Damn, maybe check my drive. (laughs) I'm going to ask my moderators in my Discord real quick if anyone has my fursona. At here, does anyone have my fursona where I am a big sloth with a huge cock? And uh, if no one has that, then no one has it. it. It would be unfortunate, but.
2: This is your job. Do you realize that? What, what you're doing oh, yes. right now.
1: Yes, this absolutely. is This is
2: your life. This is your life. This is your career. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, no yeah. regrets. <laughs> I have absolutely none. No, my, um, I come, listen, I come from a really small town and like I'm, uh. And and not bragging, not in the slightest. I am the most famous person from my really small town, which is absolutely hilarious to me because all I do is make cum jokes for a living. And um, I so am... <laughs> do you
2: think that's that that eventually there'll be a sign that says "Home of
1: weast? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, it doesn't matter how famous <laughs> I get; they would never be proud of that. No,
0: <laughs> I can't wait to be driving through uh, driving through a town and there's like you know, one gas station and I, I pull in and I, I pass that sign that says birthplace
2: of Wiest. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe a statue. I don't know. We'll see the, the next 10 years. Who knows? Anything's possible.
1: True, 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 true. I think I have my right. persona in a video. Actually, if I can pull it up for you guys, just once, just a frame of it, at least I'd be so pleased. Oh, fuck. Oh, I found it. Yep. Found oh, it. no, Found it. Found, it's it coming. found it. Okay. So I'm really, I'm, I'm quite, uh, Young in this this screen grab, uh, I'm much younger. I feel like I think I'm 18. This is four years. No, oh, wait, what? This is only 2018. God, I've changed so much. Okay, wait, that's the wrong button. I'm sorry. Hold on. Ah, there we go. Right there. Uh, that is my persona. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Oh, I'm so fat. Oh my god. And it's the oh, 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 oh. The, <laughs> the sloth face is great
1: though. Yeah. No, this is this is my persona right here. I knew it. I knew I had it somewhere.
0: And and it's. Pixelated and blocked out, so because mm-hmm. it's on YouTube.
1: Yeah. yeah, this is this is on my main channel. Okay, January
2: fourth, twenty eighteen. Wow. The not safe for work element of your persona is very purple.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's like a this is a, a an is that artistic a thing? decision. Um, okay, I'm not sure. It I looks mean, unhealthy.
2: I'll, it looks it looks it looks bad. Looks uh, like need it needs some. It's, f- it's probably a byproduct
1: of the the weight. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> right. do you a favor and Google it's sloth that, penis. It, um, it's that
2: purple
0: vaporwave obses- uh, vapor obsession. That's
1: okay, right. I'm looking at the sloth penis. It's very unimpressive. It's actually quite sad. Um, wow, it is. <laughs> it is minute. I mean that is, that is just pathetic. Like <laughs> that. That's really unimpressive. Oh God. Oh God. You know. Mm. <laughs> hey, we're, we're all experts <laughs> Look, and, here. And
0: patrons are getting a treat. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I well, know. I'm- I feel like we got to the point of the show. We we're, we're at. Like sloth (laughs) genitalia, it's time to it's time to stop. It's it's the end. That's the end of the road. We've run out of runway. And this is uh, peak uh, peak conversation topics. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it for me. We thank you so much for joining us. It's uh it's been it's been interesting. We've been a lot of places uh in the last two hours. And thank you for um, having me. Yeah, man. Thanks. That's it for us. Hey. There you go. Hell yeah. See you, see you, space <laughs> cowboys. <laughs>